Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Father, we thank you for your word. As we receive it this afternoon, we ask that it be a blessing unto us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Isaiah 9, 6. I want us to read it together. One, two, go. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Verse 7. We're reading it together still. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Amen. I want to speak real quick on the gift. On the gift. Jesus is a very unique personality in scripture and even in history. Jesus is not just a personality of scripture, he's also a personality of history. You see, sometimes some people uh, say, why do we talk about Jesus? Uh, but there were so many other personalities that came. But Jesus was not one of those personalities. We as Christians believe that Jesus is God and God became flesh. But don't take our words for it because if you look through the life of Jesus, the, the birth of Jesus did something to everything. The birth of Jesus affected everything. You couldn't be around when Jesus was born and not know that something was happening. It, it, it seemed like it was a quiet and silent night, but ladies and gentlemen, it's probably a night that changed every other night. You cannot just escape Jesus. The birth of Jesus affected politics of his days. The birth of Jesus threatened the king, a king thought who is this person that was born king you remember that when you give birth to a child even if he's the heir to the throne he's really not the king he's a prince but who is this child that when they give birth to him they are calling him king so Jesus affected politics and the things that were happening in the positions of power is coming even affected scholars uh, there were people the Pharisees the crimes of his days they could not ignore the fact that Jesus was born his coming affected worshipers people that gathered and go went to church you remember Anna the prophetess you remember Simeon these were people who were worshiping and the Bible said something about the birth of Jesus affected uh, those worshipers so the birth of Jesus is a birth you cannot escape the birth of Jesus was sung about by angels angels were singing you see this carol that we had this morning is a replica of what was happening on the day that about the time Jesus was going to be born you know when they were making that announcement to Mary there was all kinds of singing and jubilation and even when he was born there was singing and music I can just imagine how heaven was because it was at last it is ending in praise because before that time the devil thought he had won God's project God's man creation had been messed up had been hijacked had been 
stolen, had been sabotaged. But thanks be to God, it didn't end the way the enemy planned it. The enemy planned it that man will live in fear, man will live in sin, man will live separated from the one who created him. But alas, he didn't know that God had a joker. And when Jesus stepped into this world, the entrance of Jesus was the welcoming of the solution. The entrance of Jesus was a big sign on the uh, on earth uh, that it has ended in praise. Uh, if there is anybody that knows that it has ended in praise, uh, can you give Jesus a big clap offering this morning? Many people wrote about Jesus. Some were documented in what we call the Bible now. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they wrote about him. But do you know that it's not only them that wrote about Jesus? He's still the biggest subject of literature, even till now. Every now and then, every year, I get this report that I look at what was trending. Do you know that till today, the Bible is still the most searched book on the earth? As much as there's a lot of these people say, oh, well, this is not correct, that is not correct, but you cannot just ignore Jesus. You cannot just ignore Jesus. The people, there are people because of hatred, they have still not ignored him. There are people for the love of Jesus, they worship him, they have still not ignored him. Because there is something about Jesus that affects everything. The shepherds of these days hasten to behold him. And he's still the center of every art. He's still the center of art. If you really want to talk about art, you cannot ignore Jesus. Teachers listened to him and marveled. You could, you, when Jesus was here physically on earth, the Bible said, uh, scribes wonder, what manner of authority does this man have? How come he's speaking like this? And ladies and gentlemen, even many, many years after Jesus was physically here on earth, he's still the focal point of all truth and wisdom. And ladies and gentlemen, this morning, I believe the birth of Jesus is a gift that should affect you. It shouldn't just affect all this category of people that I've spoken about. It should also affect you. It should affect you because this birth was for you. Jesus came into this earth not for himself. He became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so this morning I have a question for you. Has the birth of Jesus affected you? Has the birth of Jesus affected you? Because the lights, the singing is useless if this birth is in vain. You'll be able to answer that question that his birth has affected you if you are already saved. If you have given him your life. The Bible is speaking in John chapter 1 and 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. It says, as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. So if you receive him, his birth has affected you in the right way. There are so many people, they will not receive Jesus now. But ladies and gentlemen, Philippians chapter 2, uh, speaking from, reading from verse 9 says uh, uh, that there is one name that has been given uh, to man. And at the mention of that name or at that name, every knee shall bow. Now, can somebody help me with the... At the mention of that name, well, the, the, the keyboard is also uh, testifying to the fact that at the mention of the name of Jesus, 
I, I actually think the, the thing is even bowing. Amen. <laughs> at the name of Jesus. But you see, the Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. But you see, not every knee will bow in time. Some will bow outside of time. time. But ladies and gentlemen, there is no knee that will not bow. And the best time and the best way to bow is willingly. But eventually, every knee must bow. Eventually, every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. But the best time to confess that Jesus is Lord is when you do it willingly. I confess that you are my Lord. I confess that you are my Savior. As soon as you do that, you are part of a family. Now the gift has affected you. And ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said a son is born, it, there was a birth, and a... a a child is born and a son is given. So there was a birth and there is a gift. Now when you receive his birth, you receive his gift. And guess what? You also now become a gift. If you want to give a gift to Jesus this morning, it is not by just singing. It is by becoming the gift back to Jesus. And the way you can give him back a gift is John chapter 1 and verse 12. As many as believed him, as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the son of God. If you want his birth to affect you this morning or this afternoon, you have to surrender to Jesus. I'll give an opportunity for that in the next few minutes. As his birth affected you, his birth should not just make you saved because uh, uh, it should not just make you receive the life of Christ. The birth should also make the life of Christ function inside of you. Because do you understand that salvation is not just salvation from sin. It's salvation from all the uh, byproducts of sin. Salvation from sickness, salvation from depravity, salvation from pain. Because his coming was freedom and that freedom was complete freedom. As his birth affected you, you will be answering in the positive if you are saved. You will be answering in the positive if you are living in freedom. The Bible speaking in John chapter 8 and 36. John chapter 8 verse 36. It says, and if the son shall set you free, you will be free indeed. So I believe this morning there are some people in this room... This morning that need to say I received Jesus into my life there are some people this morning that will say I permit Jesus the life of Jesus to perform freedom I want to live in the fullness of freedom because ladies and gentlemen it is possible for freedom to be available and some people will not obtain that freedom or use that freedom it is possible for freedom to be wasted and on this Christmas Eve I've come to tell you the gift called Jesus he, he wants you to understand that he his birth should affect you in such a way that you should receive his gift and then you should allow that gift to make you a gift. And by making you a gift, you will receive the gift and you are a gift back to him. But you will not just receive the gift and just be saved so that you are eternally secured with him, but also that on earth here, everyone will find expression. Because whosoever the tongue shall set free shall be free in this. And this morning or this afternoon, I want you to understand that when you permit his birth to affect you, it will begin to show up at least in two primary ways. Number one, it will show up when you adore him. When you adore him. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 2. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 2. The Bible said, we have come to see the king. Saying, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and we have come 
to worship. We have come to bow. Ladies and gentlemen, when his birth has affected you, when this gift has made you a gift, you will begin to adore him. You will not just adore him on Christmas money because sometimes, I mean, historically, we can't even prove that Christmas was on, on, on uh, December 25th. Some people break their neck over the, the historical fact of it. I don't break my neck over that. I, I, I want to celebrate Christmas every day. So I can celebrate Christmas every day by worship, by adoring him, by making sure my life is poured out as a drink offering in thanksgiving, in praise, in celebration of the magnitude of the thing that he has done for me. And ladies and gentlemen, his birth, when you permit it to affect you, it will lead to you adoring him and it will also lead into you obeying him. In John chapter 14 verse 15, John chapter 14 verse 15, the Bible says, you love me when you do what I've told you to do. Every now and then people will raise their hands, raise their voices, raise their hearts to God and say, I love you, Lord. And he says, I know you love me, but show that you love me. And ladies and gentlemen, on this Christmas Eve, Jesus is saying, I am the gift. Receive the gift. Let this gift affect you. When this gift affects you, you are saved. When this gift affects you, you are free. Free to do what? Free to worship. Free to adore him. Free to do what? free to obey him not obeying him out of compulsion but as a logical response as a meaningful response because of the size of the gift that jesus has been to you i i, I read a story several years ago and please can somebody get on the keyboard because we are going to sing this song oh happy day i want the children wherever the children are i want them to come forward and then maybe some other people will join them but let the children be very close by so that they will come forward I read this story several years ago. It was the story of a slave. And this particular slave had determined in his mind that he was not going to be a slave. He said to himself, anybody that buys me has made a bad, a wrong choice. He has made a wrong purchase. So he decided that once he is bought, he is not going to function as a slave. He was born free and he wants to live free. So, but what, what, what happened? Somebody bought this slave and this slave had determined in his heart. I'm going to go there and show him that I'm not a slave. I will not serve. And so this guy got to the place where he was born and he told the master, he said, I'm sorry you bought me, but you made the wrong purchase. This me, I'm not going to be a blessing to you. I will be, you can, you rather kill, it's better you kill me than for me to be a slave. And the master told him, I didn't buy you so that you can be a slave. I bought you so that you can be free. That is what Christmas is. He didn't die for you so that you can now necessarily serve him. He's bought you, he saved you so that you can be free. Can you stand to your feet this morning as we appreciate this gift?